Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today on the Friday WCBS Morning News Roundup. Final salute for fallen firefighter Timothy Klein. He's the sweetest kid I ever met. I'm Sean Adams in Bell Harbor. We'll hear what metal detectors found at a city high school in a supposedly safe neighborhood. The lawyers for accused subway terrorist Frank James say the prosecutors are ignoring his constitutional rights. Amazon under fire in New Jersey. 1,605 Amazon workers got hurt on a job in a retailer's 53 facilities in the Garden State. Plus, we'll dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for Friday. It's April 29th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Paul Mernane is enjoying a day off today, and it's a nice, nice day. If you don't mind the chill in the air this morning, we're going to be in the uh, upper 50s, low 60s this afternoon. But the wind will still be gusting at times, so the red flag warning for brush fire danger continues into the afternoon. The funeral for FDNY firefighter Timothy Klein is happening this morning at his home parish in Queens. A 31-year-old died battling a fire Sunday in Canarsie. The ceiling collapsed on him. Let's go to WCBS reporter Sean Adams in Bell Harbor outside St. Francis de Sales Church. Sean? Wayne, uh, firefighter Timothy Klein, you, you can say he had New York City in his blood. So he was a Rockaway kid, Bell Harbor, went to St. Francis de Sales School here, uh, the, the, where the funeral will be held at the church in just a little while, uh, Archbishop Malloy High School. He then followed his father into the FDNY. He died Sunday trying to save a person trapped in a burning home in Canarsie. Ladder 170, Lieutenant Bob Kittleberger. He's the sweetest kid I ever met. You know, he, again, he had a smile on his face 24 hours a day. I know he uh, happened to be very happy to be in this firehouse and to be on the fire department in general. Uh, he was a very good fireman. Again, for the short amount of time that he was with us, he, uh, he really grew into his own and he was very dependable at a fire. I'm told uh, that this morning uh, during the funeral, uh, we will hear from the mayor, the uh, the fire commissioner, uh, someone from uh, the, the ladder 170. But also, I'm told, firefighter Klein's mother is going to deliver a eulogy. Her son was just 31 years old, a relative youngster in that firehouse in Canarsie, but already he was developing a reputation as a future leader. The procession this morning will come in from Brooklyn. Uh, it will then follow the streets where Timothy Klein grew up. The Rockaways are expected to turn out to salute and say thank you. Wayne. And Sean, thank you. It's the Morning News Roundup on WCBS on Friday, the last Friday of April. Well, metal detectors were sent to Francis Lewis High School after the shooting of three teens in Fresh Meadows, and the detectors kept on going off. They spotted more than 20 weapons. The president of the Union for School Safety Agents, Gregory Floyd, details what they found. They have a stun gun and a pepper spray from one student. Uh, they have a lot of knives. Again, more than 20 weapons in all. And last night, the police put a photo out of at least four people they're looking for in connection with the shooting. Mayor Adams is ordering top NYPD brass and precinct commanders to attend a rare weekend meeting at police headquarters tomorrow. 
One police official told CBS2 the meeting is expected to be a beatdown. But a spokesman for the mayor said that Adams regards himself as a general who intends to lead from the front. Police have arrested a suspect wanted in a string of sexual assaults near the Columbia University housing complex. Uh, Miguel Maya, arrested Saturday, faces four counts of sex abuse and two more of forcible touching. Two of these alleged incidents happened just two days before he got caught. Police were able to make an arrest after someone recognized the suspect pictured in an email sent out by the university. Investigators believe there could be more victims, and they're asking people to come forward with any information. The lawyers for the men who they say is the Brooklyn subway shooter, say the FBI violated his constitutional rights. In a court filing, they say that federal agents improperly questioned Frank James Tuesday. They took DNA samples from him. They had him sign documents without letting him know what they were signing and letting the lawyers know that this was going on. James is accused of firing a gun inside the train in Sunset Park April 12th, hurting more than two dozen people. The Port Authority is being urged to turn down a plan from Amazon for a $432 million freight hub at Newark Liberty International Airport. Why? Well, labor activists say Amazon has a record of workplace injuries. And Levon Putney has the story. A Rutgers labor professor and a research group researched federal stats to see 1,605 Amazon workers got hurt on a job in a retailer's 53 facilities in the Garden State and put that in a report. That environmental and labor activists used Thursday to tell Port Authority board members that this is why they should reject Amazon's proposed $432 million freight hub at Newark Liberty Airport. Now, the Port Authority's board president said they'll have a response to the report's findings in a month or two. They announced a a 20-year lease agreement with Amazon back in August to create a 1,000 jobs at the airport where two old buildings will be turned into a cargo service facility. Environmentalists also oppose this proposal because they say that lower-income communities in Newark will see the brunt of the air emissions from Amazon trucks and all the cargo aircraft. Let's get the weather day ahead. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. 41 right now and a west-northwest wind at 16 miles per hour. It is going to be gusty again today, although not as strong, not quite as strong as yesterday. But still, the air is going to be so dry this afternoon once again that there is an elevated brush fire danger. The red flag warning will go into effect in New Jersey at least at 9. Sunshine today with highs near 60, clear tonight 40 to 45, 30s in the suburbs and a pretty decent weekend. Mainly sunny, yes, I think we'd like it warmer, but 60 to 65 Saturday and 65 to 70 on Sunday. Finally, by Sunday, it is close to where it belongs for this time of year. 41 right now, humidity 33%. Craig Allen, Chief Meteorologist, WCBS on Friday morning. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Paul is off today on the Friday WCBS Morning News Roundup. Three things to know. More than a third of all the cigarettes in the U.S. could be taken off the shelves in just a couple of years, with the FDA moving to ban menthol cigarettes. The second thing, proof of vaccine will no longer be required to attend a Broadway show starting tomorrow. Mask rules do stay in place for now. Third thing, we are not shopping as much on Amazon. Amazon posting its first quarterly loss in seven years saying sales basically were flat from a year ago, but that inflation and other issues took a bite out of their bottom line. Now our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound for this date, April 29th. It's coming up on 7 p.m. in New York. In 2020, as some banged pots and pans and cheered alone from their windows and balconies. Let's take a minute to cheer for our first responders. Others packed an Orthodox Jewish funeral and got called out by the mayor of New York. If you saw anger and frustration 
You're right. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea said probably several thousand people gathered on one block in Williamsburg. You are putting my cops' lives at risk. There was reason for hope in 2020 when Pfizer said it now had a vaccine in development with Germany's BioNTech. Also in 2020, after years of creepy siren tests, an operator at the Indian Point nuclear power plant pushed a red button in the control room to shut down Unit 2, which had powered New York City and Westchester since the Ford administration. In 1996, we all learned exactly how many minutes there are in a year when a powerful musical called Rent opened at the Nederlander Theater, catapulting the careers of Anthony Rapp, Kristen Chenoweth, Adina Menzel. And at the Biltmore Theater on this date in 1968, the musical Hair opened. When the moon is in the seventh house And filled seats for 1,750 shows. Another cultural milestone happened a year earlier in 1967. Queen of Soul Aretha Franklin released her interpretation of this Otis Redding song. What you want, baby, it was immediately embraced by the burgeoning feminist movement. And talk about respect. Two Grammys, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, number five in the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, and a place in the National Recording Registry in the Library of Congress. This is April 29th. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.